Hi, my name's Hudson, and I'm a geoholic. Hello, my name is Dr. S, and I am also a geoholic. Thank you for tuning in for another spacey edition of Bad Elf's 60 Seconds of Spatial News. We at Bad Elf live our lives 60 spatial seconds at a time, and we know you do too. For this week's spatial news, we're discussing space junk! Recently, Inside GNSS published a story about how a European Galileo Constellation GNSS satellite had to actively dodge and avoid space debris. This is the first time the European GNSS Agency, or GSA, had a collision risk between one of their satellites and some space junk. This junk was identified as a Arrhenae 4 upper stage rocket launched in 1989. Holy cow. Luckily, the Galileo satellite had the ability to detect and avoid the jettison debris. Estimates have space junk and other debris at more than 750,000 objects over one centimeter in Earth's atmosphere. To avoid collision, a system of sensors comprising of radar, telescopes, LIDAR, and data processing centers are required to map and understand the placement of these pieces of junk. Apparently, this space junk hasn't slowed down Elon Musk and SpaceX, however. Recently, SpaceX has launched and positioned roughly 1,200 Starlink satellites with the ambition of providing global broadband internet to the Earth. As we move forward with space exploration, space junk is something we may want to consider a bit more. That does it for this week's Bad Elf's 60 Seconds of Spatial News. We hope you enjoyed our selected news of the week. If you have any questions about this story, about Bad Elf GNSS solutions, or you have any other pressing existential thoughts about the cosmos, please feel free to contact me via LinkedIn and or through the Geoholics channel. Copy that, Geoholics. Over and out. Just a quick note to express our appreciation for the 2021 Friends of the Program for their continued support. Please consider their products and services as they have special promos for Geoholics listeners. Aerotech Mapping, Inc., ATMLV.com, Advanced Geodetic Surveys, Inc., AGSGPS.com, Bad Elf GPS, Bad-Elf.com, Cobb Fenley, CobbFenley.com, Cyanic Automation, CyanicAutomation.com, Diamondback Land Surveying, DiamondbackLandSurveying.com, Get Kids Into Survey, GetKidsIntoSurvey.com, Land Surveyors United, LandSurveyorsUnited.com, Mentoring Mondays, MentoringMondays.com, Dot XYZ. Monson Engineering, monsonengineering.com. Parkland Community College, parkland.edu forward slash land dash surveying. Safety Apparel, safetyapparel.us. And last but not least, Tiger Supplies, tigersupplies.com. Hello, Geoholics! Great little ditty right there. If you're listening to this and you are part of the Cool Kids Club, we're glad you're here. We appreciate it. And guess what? Here we are, the highly anticipated episode 78. Before we go any further, I got to let everybody know, Buttermaker Shoots is fulfilling his coaching obligation this evening. So we have neighbor Billy with us. Yes, he is literally my neighbor, filling in for Shoots. Neighbor Billy, what you got for episode 78? Anthony Munez. <laughs> Forget about or it. Or Munoz. Uh, Munoz. One of the two. Fabulous football player. 1980 <laughs> first round, third pick overall, 11-time pro bowler, 9-time first team all pro, and the biggest honor, I would say, Walter Payton Man of the Year. That's, that's really, huge. That's, that is unbelievable. That's huge. And uh, 1998 Hall of Famer. Attaboy, Anthony. 
good. Who, who did he play for? Choice. I believe he was Chargers? Cincinnati Bengals, I believe. Bengals? If no I remember clue. right. I think it was that. Yeah, yeah. But me being a huge Walter Payton fan from, you know, of course, being from Chicago, that's awesome. Good choice. Good choice. Well, thank you. Thanks, Neighbor <laughs> Billy. And uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us on Clubhouse as well. By the way, we are launching, <clears throat> excuse me, the G-Hawks on a completely new platform next week. This is going to blow everybody's minds. I can't wait to get to this. And it's going to give everybody even more access to the G-Hawks. So I can't freaking wait for that. So we're talking about having a golf outing this fall, um, calling it the Geoholics Open, of course. And I'm not sure if it's a great idea or not. So I'd love to hear feedback on this. So first and foremost, you know, again, is it even a good idea? I don't know. If you're not in Arizona, would you travel to Arizona to play in this outing? I don't know. But I mean, it's going to be an absolute blast regardless. And we would definitely make it worth your time, of course. And it's a big ask, as they say. So I guess the other option is we do like bar stool and we just like host a golf outing at all the major metropolitan areas. Yeah, we'll I don't around. know. I don't think we're that big yet, but what time of year were you thinking of? Like here? September, October. Perfect time. Yeah, I know. I know. After I know. September fifteenth, it's yep. just that's what you were saying because the overseed, right? That's what I said after the fifteenth for sure. Is done. Yep. So I'm not sure. I would, I would, we would love your input. So I mean, maybe we should start with a putt putt or a frisbee golf mini outing. golf. I don't know frisbee maybe. golf. Don't even get me started with the frisbee golf. <laughs> I tried this like three Sundays ago, and I couldn't even find a damn. I was there, but it's hard to find the course wherever I was at. Yeah, in I the know. middle of the desert, it's gotten pretty popular actually. Frisbee golf. Or foot golf. Foot golf. That's, that's another popular one. too. Exactly. For that's, sure. That's more my speed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So seriously, I mean, if you, we're open to suggestions, and I would really like to know if people are going to be willing to actually travel to Arizona for this. So shoot us an email, of course, at info at the geoholics.com. That opening, opening number is by Johnny Monaco. Producer Jake, tell us about Johnny Monaco. Johnny Monaco is a guitar player, singer, songwriter, and producer from Chicago, Illinois. Johnny has performed all over the world and has appeared in several print publications, including Guitar World, Guitar Player, Young Guitar, Burn, Metal Edge, Classic Rock, Spin, and Rolling Stone. Johnny has even found time to launch a new podcast called It's Not Me, It's Absolutely You, and continues to write and record along performing live throughout Chicago and the Midwest with Johnny Solo Live and the Socialites. And stay tuned for all things Johnny Monaco, as he may or may not be our guest this evening. Let's clarify that. Johnny is our guest this week, and we're going to get to him in just a few. This is going to be an absolute blast, trust me. So everybody hang out for this. Let's give a shout out to this week's highlighted friend of the program, that being Tiger Supplies. Neighbor Billy, what do you got for Tiger Supplies? Tiger Supplies launched in 2004 and provides contractors, engineers, and surveyors with the tools they need to execute their projects. They offer a price variety in all product lines to meet your budget. Tiger Supplies is the premier online retailer of all brands such as Topcon, Leica, Geosystems, Spectre Precision, and more. They host a stocked warehouse of top-of-the-line construction lasers, total stations, theater lights, and GPS. <laughs> Tiger Supplies is committed to delivering value and service without compromising on either. You can find out more at tigersupplies.com and be sure to mention that you are a geoholic for additional discounts. Oh, those additional discounts. You don't want to miss out on those. Dude, they add up, man. They do add up indeed. That was fantastic. Great job, neighbor Billy. Thank you very much. Of course. Thanks for being here. Uh, time for the weekly Trimble Geospatial Pod Word, okay? So this week, we're going to go with Tiger, okay? 
Tiger. For those of you that are listening for the first time, here's how this works. Each week we provide a pod word for that specific episode. Jot down all the pod words from each episode for the current month. Email them to us before the first episode of the next month. That email address, of course, is info at the Simple enough. Again, this week's pod word is... Tiger. Good job, PJ. And the listener prize for April is something very cool and unique from my very own personal collection of survey memorabilia. So maybe if this goes well, we can even get Johnny Monaco to throw in a personalized signed picture. Ooh. What do you think about that? That's nice. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought when you said Tiger, we're going to do a shot. Is that what's not going on here? Uh, like as in Woods? That's no. even worse. Uh, he doesn't do shots. He does other he, he things. Just, he just speeds like an idiot. Right? He just does sex and drives. A little, and all bit, that little bit of everything. Yeah, no doubt about it. Did you see the Tiger Woods uh, documentary? I did. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Dude, they got a third part going on right now with his crash <laughs> in, sure in California. <laughs> I feel bad for the dude, man. I do. Some, I agree. Watching that, he had so much pressure on him. And how do you manage that? You know? Oh, my God. And, well, his like, dad's like banging chicks in the parking lot in the R. In a Winnebago. Yes. We got to get one, dude. (laughs) My wife asked. It's Ken's. Your wife asked. It's Billy's. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Let's catch up with the boys a little bit. Producer Jake. Only joking, wives. What's new, man? I'm going to keep it really short because we got a lot to get into, and I'm excited for this episode. So I just want to say shout out, Big Shoots. We miss you. We wish you were in studio. We got neighbor Billy filling in here. It's going to be a great show. So really looking forward to it. Miss you, Shoots. What do you got, Billy? What's new, man? Oh, tell, tell us something about you. <laughs> oh, no, my goodness. Uh, Give us some background, maybe. Maybe the listeners want a little background. Yeah, you got 30 seconds. I've been in Arizona yeah, seriously. for... <laughs> I'm going to do this right. I've been in Arizona for 11 years. I am from the East Coast, born and raised, Bronx, New York, then Jersey Shore, and uh, moved out to Verado, which is Mayberry, so, USA, in a witness protection program. I got something for you. Besides Johnny Monaco, who's the most famous musician you've ever met? Johnny, uh, Ken and I were talking about this. So through grade school and into junior high, Dave the Snake Sabo was in my, in my grade. I wasn't personal friends with Dave, but I do know Dave the Snake Sabo from Skid Row. Pretty cool. Well, and, and then Bon Jovi, John, I think is probably, he wasn't like little, I played Little League Baseball against him. He's only like two or three years older than That's me. That's awesome. Uh, as well. But Dave the Snake in our grade. And we were talking about, of course, you and Kent seem to be in the same grade as well. Or close, close, close enough. Close-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that here in just a second. Yeah. What about you? How was your uh, last week? What's new with me? Oh, great week. Um, man, you know, it's like I always go off on these crazy tangents, as producer Jake knows, and I get, like, I get interested in these things. And I'm like, Oh, I, I, I know where we're going this. with this. So a guy that I work with, he introduced me to the sim racing you know, I'm talking about like this iRacing, virtual Like NASCAR, racing, stuff stock like car racing. Like there's leagues for this shit. Like you can make money doing this, right? And like you can have race teams and stuff like that. So I've done a little bit of research into it, you know, and there's a lot to it. I mean, you got to buy a cockpit. You got to buy a steering wheel, pedals, shifter. Are you going to play on a PC or a game console? Single or triple screens. I mean, it goes it's virtual on. reality? Yes, it's unbelievable. Dude, it is when, unbelievable. When, when the NASCAR, the real NASCAR guys were out of commission with COVID and everything, they were doing this 
this for real, and it was yep. counting towards their, like yeah. in a simulator, and it was counting towards their real races. Yeah, it is absolutely insane. So I wouldn't ever want to get like that serious about it, but we could have a Geohawks race team, no doubt about it, and I'm sure that our good friend Trent Keenan would probably be interested in that as well. And uh, other than that, we're going to see what, hap- what happens. I mean, I, I pinged Jake because he's much smarter than I am. Him we're going to make it happen. Him and his brother. we got to build some computers, some yeah. chairs, some monitors. It's like we could do Lamaze, Lamaze. There you go. Yeah, 24-hour race. We'll get you one, too. I'm in. All right, there we go. That was easy. You know who should be in? My wife. She's got the heaviest fucking foot I've really? ever created. <laughs> yes. Maybe we'll invite take, her. She doesn't take turns well, too. No. 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 Can she go left? She doesn't do lefts either, so well, that's a problem. That, that is a huge problem. The track goes left, left yeah. most of the time She's in NASCAR. Out. Yes, exactly. Maybe unless she could be a drag racer. Unless you're in Australia, everything goes the opposite way in Australia. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it is dead serious. Coriolis effect or something like that. When I was the like, toilets. Yeah, when I was heavy into. Uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 gambling right yeah. and uh, I, I started betting on horse racing online and I'm and it was like late at night and I'm like I gotta be able to bet on something. Are you kidding no, me? No, this is dead serious. Are you? No, I'm a freaking I'm a DJ dude when it comes to that stuff. Oh my goodness! So like, How I gotta, did I not meet you sooner in life? I'm like I gotta I gotta bet on something. So I found horse racing in Australia. They're literally going the opposite way. I'm like, what the hell? How do you even bet on this? I don't know. Anyways, other than that, all I gotta say is happy birthday, Thomas Jefferson. Today's Thomas Jefferson's birthday. Surveyor, I think third president of the United States. Blah blah blah. Absolute rock star. One of my heroes. Uh, so that's that. Safety apparel, safety share. Neighbor Billy, this is where you're on right now. Fire in the workplace accounts for 3% of fatalities in the United States. Here are some things that you can do in order to be better prepared in the case of a workplace fire. Never open doors that are warm to the touch. Use a second way out. If there is smoke, crawl low under it. If smoke, heat, or flames are blocking your exit route, stay in the room with the doors closed. If possible, place a wet towel under the door and call 911. Then open a window and signal for help. <laughs> Once you escape from the fire's location, do not return. That's really, really. <laughs> Let the professional do their jobs to help the others. <laughs> what? St- stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> what did we do? What did we do before 911? I, I don't know. Is 911 been around like forever? I, I think you just know. yell out your window. When did that start? I, I called 911 now when they get my order wrong at McDonald's. <laughs> I asked for no cheese and they put cheese, and it's a 911 situation. <laughs> People call 911 for freaking everything these days. Forget about it. It's just stupid what it's they call 911 for. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, here we are. We gotta we gotta introduce our guest. <laughs> I, I want to tell a story, but I'm like, my daughter will kill me. <laughs> well, you got some of those too, huh? Oh yeah, yeah I want to yeah, yeah. say it so bad. I'll ask permission. <laughs> I'll come back after I ask permission. All right, all right. So our guest this evening, we kind of let the cat out of the bag already. Is uh, a friend of mine, Johnny Monaco, and everybody's like, "Who is Johnny Monaco?" Well, here's the deal. Um, I knew when I, when, I, when I sent Johnny our standard bio request, you know, we send all our guests like a bio request to get some basic information, and I knew his responses were going to be really interesting, and of course they were. So as mentioned, you know, Johnny, of course, is an accomplished, you know, guitar player, singer, songwriter, and all that, and we actually went to Forest View High School together, go Falcons, and have a couple mutual friends, which we will get into in just a minute, but Johnny also attended Harper College, as I did for a semester, coincidentally. 
coincidentally. Uh, he attended the Musicians Institute in Hollywood, California, and oddly enough, I believe it's Moeller Barber College. He claims to not only not, not have any hobbies outside of making music, and he describes his job as being that of a professional idiot. Johnny has toured with Enough's Enough, LA Guns, and Tantric, among others, while hosting the It's Not Me, It's Absolutely You, the Johnny Monaco podcast, which is absolutely hysterical and endlessly entertaining. And to be honest with you, I don't even think I told Johnny this, but it was it was something that um, influenced me, to be honest with you. When I heard it, I'm like, oh my God, this is fantastic. So it influenced me to get this podcast started. So Johnny Monaco, thanks so much for being here. Welcome to the Geoholics. This is going to be awesome. Thanks for being here, man. Hey, guys. How are you? We are absolutely fantastic. So I, if I remember right, so back in the day, I believe we met through Ron Yukahana, if I remember right. Is that correct? I think so. Yep. Yep. Ron was a mutual friend. And I think yeah. you were neighbors with Kurt Rajewski, correct? Kurt. Yeah. That The irony there is you have no idea. But uh, yeah. What's, what's no, the I, what's, I ended up years later... Um, well, Ron's sister, Renee, married yep. Larry Meager, oh, and they okay. lived together. We yep. all went to high school at Larry, so they became a couple. Mm -hmm. And later on in life, like my last 20 years where I lived, Kurt lived next door to me. No Like kidding. just random, like because he moved to where I lived out in Bartlett, and they just happened to live next door to each other. Oh, my God. That is crazy. That's but, something. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I actually stay in touch with Kurt like through like fantasy football and stuff like that, and I told him that we were going to have you on this evening. He's like, make sure you tell Johnny hello. So, he's great. He's a good dude, no doubt about it. He's no the only guy that sent me a Christmas card. It's on my refrigerator. <laughs> still, it's so, still out there. Yeah, so well, it's just like only thing I have. It's like I look at that. It's like I just, you know. I'm gonna send you. Going. I'm gonna send you a card. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna send you a card just to send you a card. Well, especially if it's gonna be up all year. Yeah, if I'm on his refrigerator, exactly. That's dude, great. I'm on Johnny's fridge. Oh yeah. my goodness! And he already knows me. He already knows me. Another <laughs> hour funny. would be best buddies. He's funny. <laughs> Hilarious. And then the other guy I know that we both know is uh, uh, Pete Kuehl, as a matter of fact. Pete's a good dude as well. Great guy. Another another one of the few people I speak to still from high school. You yep. know, I talk to him all the time. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't talked to him in years, but uh, he, he was such a good guy. I remember him very well. Oh, he's great. Yeah, that he's never stole anything. He's so clean, you know. <laughs> do, do, you don't you know you don't always be like eerie about it to yeah. like some this guy can't be this nice. <laughs> <laughs> Are you eating people? <laughs> kind of an interesting when you introduce. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's never stole anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he'd be someone I could tr I would trust with. You know, like mm -hmm. something like you know yeah. in the will or something. You know, something to get something done. Yeah. You know, most other people they're like you know oh, I blew it off. <laughs> Watching the resident. I think that's a compliment. You know, he's somebody I would include in a will. That yeah. that says a lot. See, my best friend from college told me the other day, "You're in my will." I go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he's so, he's solid. Yeah, you can't find too uh, many. And he's and he's worth a couple of dollars on top of everything else. And I'm like, really? What did I do to get into wow. your will? It makes wow, you think. what an honor. Like, I want to know what it is. What you did or what it, what's in the will? No, what's in it for me? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's a that's a thing. That, I mean, that's like that kind of. It's like having your kid, someone, the godfather, right? That's another thing kind of like it's that. Just really, dude, it was really strange. I cannot even make this up. It'd be like Kent, me telling, dude, you're in my will. 
Yeah, well, closer than that. You went to college with him. You just said he's your best friend. He's one of my best yeah. buddies. But I don't know. But I wanted to ask a question. Do nope. you are you, do you guys know mutually maybe the same girl from high school or another? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a good question. Do you, do you know uh, Laura Jablonski? I do remember her. That remember sounds her? like a fake person. She's yeah. Polish, right? A little bit. No, yeah. I, I've been. I remember yeah. going to her house. I think. Yeah, she's like over I there. I think by you like, might can as well. I, I once or twice. She actually lives here in Arizona, but we'll stop at that. Uh oh! Uh oh! <laughs> you do know it. You both know you know Jablons. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into the meat of the matter here. At least try to. So, Johnny, you've got a really cool career going here. So, what what got you into music to start out with? You know, you got you got your timeline on your website, which is really cool. It goes on forever and ever. And there's a lot of things I wanted to touch on, but I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna let Johnny talk about this. Um, well, I mean, four of us here, no, I guess, I don't know. I guess we know that I, uh, back when I was what in sixth and seventh grade, I just started playing guitar. I just like guitar players, just as everybody did. I liked all the, all the bands coming up and in the late seventies and into the early eighties. And I just always liked guitar players. The, the Steve Napier, I don't know if you remember the name. Oh Napier's yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Lived across the street from me and he's, uh, hmm. he was a little older and he started playing guitar. So he got me into guitar and uh he's my dentist now and uh, i live in uh, an apartment which is basically a flop house for lunatics so one of us <laughs> made the right move <laughs> oh god that's great so was there like somebody in particular like was it eddie van halen i mean who who was the inspiration out in the beginning yeah yeah all of them you know i start i went through everybody i mean when i first started out i liked rush a lot mm. and i was uh Eddie Van Halen, obviously, uh, Randy Rhodes, uh, Demartini. Um, as things progressed, then Ingve kind of changed everything, mm -hmm. and then from there, more of the shredder type guys. But earlier in the seventies, I just like you know, obviously like Led Zeppelin, and momentarily lapsed, but uh, Ted Nugent. Now, not yeah. so much. He's yeah, a yeah. nuts. But I, I uh, back then, I liked him a lot. I thought he was like the greatest, and uh, you know, just like like seventies and eighties rock. For I always sure. wanted to play guitar, and I just used to, you know, play guitar all the time. Yep, yep. Uh, what was the first concert you ever attended? People ask me that, and I just, I don't know. I don't remember. It's terrible. They're, I don't know why I don't remember, like, firsts, funny. firsts a lot, you know? I should. Everyone else knows. They got it, like, detailed. I don't remember anything. I, I want to say, like, like Alpine Valley, like one yep. of those shows, like Billy yep. Squire or Ario Speedwagon nice. or something like that, Ario you know? Speedwagon. Yeah, I think I yeah. saw Rush, and I, I've seen bands like that, but it, it's been so long, I can't even remember. That's funny. I wish I could. You know, everyone, a lot of people go to concerts, they remember every concert they've been to. Yep. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't listening or something. Maybe you blocked it out. Who knows? How about Billy? Neighbor Billy, what was your first concert? I was just thinking about that. So I think my first concert, mm -hmm. it's probably going to be like Journey. I'm kind of like Johnny. I don't know specifically what show it was. Did you smoke a lot of pot in high school? I may I have. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And and as we're talking, and then you go back to when you were younger, yeah. I remember like one show, which I saw was like Judas Priest with Iron Maiden. Oh, nice. Open for Judas Priest. Yep. Scream of Vengeance tour. Yep. And, uh, and you, I, just, you just scratch your head. I actually you know. saw Judas Priest on that on that tour as well, as a matter of fact. So, but I, I think it was Journey. Yeah, I yeah. Jake, what tour. was yours? I, I thought it would be funny. I have no clue. I think probably like, 
I maybe like Drake. This is the first one I can remember. <laughs> Drake, definitely don't, not Ro Speedwagon. Don't tell anyone, Drake. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was my second my second concert. Was Drake. So Ro Speedwagon or Drake? I think Lil Wayne might have been there too. Actually, oh Lord, and help this, us! I saw him like pre Scepter, so I was I'm an OG. <laughs> To go way back with with uh, uh, both of Drake. both of those OGs, yeah, Drake, wonderful, hilarious, hilarious. My first show was Red Rider. It was like the Loop Rock Fest, and it was like Red Rider and Quarter Flash and who else? I don't even remember. But Red uh, Rider, who the hell is Lunatic Rider? Fringe? Yeah, oh, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, it's a good song. Heart of my heart, Quarter Flash. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I was like probably 12. I don't know how old I was. But either way. Um, all right. So, you know, we talked a little bit about your uh, the career timeline that's on your website and stuff like that. I mean, I, what what are the highlights for you? I mean, you've been doing this for a really long time. I mean, you've spent time with Enough's Enough and LA Guns and Tantric. Maybe those are the highlights. You tell us. Yeah. Well, of course, touring, you know, anytime you can tour is, is great. And touring outside of the country is, is probably the best uh, things you remember the most. It's so different. You know, we think we see everything here, but it's a, it's so different there. You know, it's like another place. <laughs> and um, I like that. I like seeing all the countries that I never got to see before. You know, Did you not have a good reception out in, uh, Enough's Enough had a great reception out in Japan, did they not? No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Japan never lets you down. They're... They got it together out there, man. Why is they that? Really Why is that? I just watched a Cheap Trick documentary. Yep. And again, I, as a kid, I remember I had the double album Cheap Trick at oh, Pentagon. Yeah. But it, it, it talked about Cheap Trick and their evolution and, and then how Japan just, yep, they loved them, man. And then it, it's, it's they're it, smart, they're intelligent. And I think some of that music is cerebral. So when they hear something that's just, they sense like there's something they maybe they can't do it because they're a different culture, but mm. they envy the fact that it's so American and their stuff screams that that's why Budokan and all that you know it's like yep. the songs have so much melody and what they're what they're mm-hmm. singing about it's such a like storyline and they're just they're intelligent people and i think they just really get it well it's the antithesis isn't germany don't i love hasselhoff <laughs> yeah. they know bad music <laughs> japan knows the good music <laughs> There might be something go. ironic. Might be ironic. We're not maybe not getting it. You know. Yeah. Maybe we don't. We don't get what they're seeing. So, I mean, on that note, I mean, would you say that, like, as far as like fan experiences, would you say that you've had better fan experiences, maybe, you know, as you, in your world travels versus the U.S. I mean, like when I watch shows, like I'm a huge Foo Fighter fan, of course, like that, and I think when I watch their shows in other countries, it's like the fans are just like they're they're losing their freaking minds. You know, it's 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 crazy over there. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think uh, like Spain was in, they're crazy. They're, Dude, what's it feel like there. though? Tell us. I mean, we, yeah, exactly. the, the three of us do not know what that feels like. What does that feel like when you? No, I, you know, I can't really take credit for that because they're not really, I'm, I didn't write those songs. They're not there to see me. I'm just kind of like there to, you know, roll up the cables and hold the door. And shit. But it's like, you know, it's, it's great. I mean, if they're your songs and they're singing your words and you, you know, you can really, I could see somebody really, you know, believing in that, you know, like these people worship me. But it's not like that. They're, they like all the bands, you know, yeah. they're just, they're smart. But I, I just like to travel. And of course, you want to play the best for them because you want it. You don't want to. You know, you want it to be good. 
Yeah. And uh, they're just, they're, you could play anything. You can go out there and do anything and they're going to like it, you know, because they're appreciative and they, they're smart and they know good stuff. Sure. Here, it's it's not that it's not like that. It's just uh, music is different here. You know, it's especially nowadays with there's not a lot of rock. You know, there uh -huh. is. There isn't any good rock bands anymore. It's not like back in the day in the 70s. The Black Moods. Have you listened to the Black Moods? No, I guess I will later on tonight. Uh, we'll listen to them on the way, Hill. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> But, uh, so what about like uh, what about like the venues you've played in? Talk about uh, some of the cool venues you've played in. Yeah, well, I mean, I like playing in the small clubs. I played them all, I th not all, but you know, good amount all over the U.S. back and forth for over ten years. But uh, <laughs> we did that Poison tour. We got to play Sheds, and those are really That's great because cool. it's a whole different level. You, you know, there's like underground areas, and there's room after room, and hallways, and you know, kinds of stuff and the stages are huge and it's just, uh, you know, it's a different feel. So I liked, I like doing that. And the house of blue stages are always great. Um, you know, it's been so long since I've toured and now with everything that's going on, it's like, yeah, you know, it seems, seems like a real long time ago. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's freaking me out, but yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> I, all those, all those kind of places anywhere, you know, I'll play a small stage, but like went to uh, play the Molson center in Canada and, uh, that was really good. How are the how are the Canadian fans, by the way? They're yeah, they're very uh, good looking. The Canadians, yeah, girls, good looking girls in Canada. I don't know what it is. It's, it's weird. It's like, it's like Australia or something. They're all like, yeah, not see one ugly one in the bunch. So interesting. It's not and, the accent. Yeah. No, I don't know what it is. They're just I don't. There's good shape. Yeah, interesting. Or just work out or something. I don't know. So yeah, they just. Uh, yeah, they were nice. It was just, you know, it's it's right over the border, so it's not totally like you're in another country, but although you are, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, so you spent, how many years did you spend uh, uh, touring with Enough's Enough? Wow, well, uh, I want to say, what, like 14 years maybe? It's a while. Something like that, since 96 to like 2000. Not seven or something like that. I don't, I don't even remember, but it was a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that had to be really exciting. So, what was kind of like? What was like the best and the worst part of uh, of being in Enough's Enough? You know, the, obviously, you know, the best part is the touring and just being able to play those songs and being a part of that. And the worst is not being a part of it anymore. But yeah. I just, I, I tried my best. We did it for a while. I wanted to keep it going, but um, I just didn't feel I needed to be there anymore, and mm. I wasn't feeling the same. And that was that. Are you still buddies with Chip? I don't know. I I mean uh, I I haven't talked to him in about a year. Yeah. Are you um, not in his will? <laughs> I don't think I'm in his will. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sorry I'm if not, I'm hitting these personal questions. I apologize. No, no. I'm not in his. I don't think I'm in his will. I was gonna put him in mine, but I'm doing a space burial. So I'm not <laughs> Of Jake's alley, I love to do that. Jake, Jake shoot actually, me up in a rocket. Well, no, Jake's got Jake's got property on Mars. Yeah, if you can bury me on my property on Mars, if anything ever happens, no, please. You should, you should How much like, does that cost? Sell like cemetery plots up there. That'd be amazing. I should, Johnny. I, I yeah, he's in. It's uh, come mean, on it's, down. They give you uh, come on up. <laughs> Just put like a little bit of your ashes into a little cap capsule. Oh my god! And that way, you know, when they launch them into space chances of you being regenerated are a lot better than finding you in the cemetery when your bones are all gone and you're just dirt. No one's going to dig you up there. But if some aliens are flying around, they're like, what are all these tubes? Interesting. Huh. What does something them. like this cost you? Have you done some research? 
Oh, um, it, I just, I got that. I got taken in by something. You got like taken. I was going. I was. <laughs> you got abducted yeah, I, I, I by aliens. Got abducted. We talked about it, and I said, you know, that's a great idea. <laughs> I, um, I, I want to know uh, who. The- <laughs> no, I, what happened was, um, I think there might have been ancient aliens, because hmm. ever since, I mean, you guys are scientists, right? We're all scientists. We, we just about, yeah, yeah, just about. Armchair. Jake, okay. Jake more so okay. than any of us. Armchair scientist. Okay, well, we're, we are all, for the most part, we're scientists, for the most part, believe in science. And when I started watching um, Ancient Aliens, it's just, I love that the show. timeline doesn't work out, because as scientists, we know the Earth is not 6,000 years old. And if that's the case... It's bad news for that arc story. <laughs> so I'm thinking, what's a better way to do this? What is a better way? I don't want to just be stuck under the ground because oh, I'm not claustrophobic <laughs> as it is. And I don't want to, I can imagine what if you're, you wake up or, or you, you're down there and you're dead, but you don't, you're, you're really aware and you're in this under the dirt and you're freaking out in this, I can't, you know? So I'm like, well, I don't want to go into a, a fire pit either. <laughs> but if that's the way we're going to get some ashes out of me let's just do that so i want to be in, they put them in the capsule you got to pay if you pay a certain amount you get put into a certain amount of space if you pay more they launch you further into deep space that's kind of pricey you know what else are you going to spend your money on you can't take it with you <laughs> so i've been thinking of doing that that's, that was part of my arc story. That's classic. Uh, no, so yeah, I'm just thinking. You know, it's like um, it would it would be something different. And if they did collect you and, and reanimate you, like in the future, hmm. I'd probably still have the same problems. You know, so hundred years later, still. I think there's problems, so much you know. they can do with this, though. Like, they, I, like what you're saying isn't. I mean, it's it's out there. Let's let's not let's not discount that. But who knows? You know, like they could take ashes the dna what have you and with vr and everything else they have going on you don't know what they're capable of doing that's what i'm thinking yeah, yeah didn't we didn't we take like dna from like amber or something or is that just jurassic park i, I think it was jurassic park oh but it's a good idea but yeah. you never know they, they know dna they might be able to to you know reanimate that one day i don't know you I never just thought know it would be interesting instead of just i guess when you're it's over your you know your consciousness you're over but if yeah they bring you back and you uh, can do that. It might be a scam. You know, they might just like throw it in the garbage. You go, oh, yeah, you're up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a, no different than well, a scam. Like when you adopt a dolphin, that's a scam. Yeah. Well, let me ask you about like people yeah. freezing their bodies like Walt Disney here in town. Would you ever do that? That could be a scam. Oh, that's expensive, though. I mean, I'd be out of money in like three days. Yeah, just take out like a huge loan before you die. <laughs> just put it all into the to the freezer. Yeah, bankrupt the company. Yeah, no, that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of money for to do that, even just for a little bit. That, that's what. Um, yeah, Walt Disney didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, I think he's here in town. He's in Phoenix, and like, uh, there's a couple. What's the, there's a famous ba- baseball player. I'm blanking on his name. It was Ted Williams. Has that? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, here in town. Yep. Just a few miles down the road. Yep. We could have Johnny as a neighbor. There you go. You would think if you're going to freeze yourself that the last place you'd want to do it is Arizona. <laughs> That's true. Why do they do that here? The Cheap energy, out. maybe? Just for that you're reason. Melt. You know, they, you're going to melt. You're going to do it somewhere cold, just in uh, case the power goes out. You know, 
like like when uh, George is playing Frogger and the power goes out and he's got to push it across the street. <laughs> Classic. Oh, man. So let, let's circle the whole DNA talk back to Enough's Enough. And you, you, yeah. you had a, it sounds like you had a really good experience there all in all with those guys. Um, any chance of reuniting there? Or is that, is that, is that ship sailed? I don't know. I don't know. I have not heard from him. I think, you know, how it ended. I didn't feel like I needed to be there or I kind of can't even want to be there anymore. It just felt like I didn't really wasn't feeling it. And I felt that he wanted to be the singer. And mm. look, look now he yeah. is the singer and it's his band and he's doing his thing. And those are songs that him and Donnie wrote. And it's, that's all fair. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't think he, if he wanted me to do it, he would, he would have said something right at the time. You know, it's sure. like, if, you're okay with the guy leaving and then you're going to sing them and you can do them well then if that's how you feel it's going to be the best for you then okay you know i don't think that's the best situation but that's you know it's my opinion but um sure yeah i would have loved to continue and, and it just it was a weird time and you know it's unfortunate the way things happened and uh but they're doing their thing now so they're still playing yeah hey you never know right yeah, sure. If they give me a call one day and this, you know, situations right, I would love to do that. Yeah, for sure. And then, you, <clears throat> excuse me, you had, a, you had a stint with uh with Tantric and of course LA Guns. Talk about those experiences just a little bit. Oh yeah, um, the LA Gun or Tantric. I got a call from the drummer Troy that I used to have known for a long, long time. I don't know him anymore. <laughs> but, Wait, wasn't he in like he was in White Lion or something, right? Yeah, he yeah he was the road manager and he played drums. But I've known him from Chicago. Yeah, you know, yeah. for years ago, we knew each other from the whale, and and they, I hadn't talked to him in a while. And they reached out because they needed like every time someone needs someone last minute, they call me. Like they think I'm just gonna you know I'm like the fixer. Sure. So I just uh, I I did that. I'm like, yeah, it'll be great. We'll go on this tour. It'll be awesome. And we did it. did a little run around in the RV. It was, it was fine. It was tight. You know, it was different. It wasn't like luxury touring, but it was fine. It wasn't really my kind of music really involved, you know, a little dissonant for me. Um, and, uh, but they were all nice. And then I just, this whole thing with the drummer, just something just my fault, maybe just, I got off, I was playing with him and he was just like, you know, we, meter wasn't there and i kept arguing with him about like let's rehearse this part and get this down and you know it's not tight and i got off the stage and someone asked me how i how i like to play in the band and i said something like you know i don't i can't lock with the drummer you know i've told him before and i don't know other than that it's okay i just don't feel i'm playing my best and <laughs> he told him and then he got really mad because when you tell a drummer that they have timing issues they mm. lose their minds um, unless that. it's not true but yeah so it's so um he like went Cape Fear on me. He was like punching the air and had to be in a hotel room with him for the end of it. It was oh brutal. <laughs> and it, yeah, he went, he went crazy. He wanted to fight me and stuff. So I was going to leave the the hotel or the tour after he grabbed me and threw me out of the thing by the shirt. <laughs> Say, hey, listen, why don't you go get a metronome, right? You don't want me telling you about your tempos? I told you five times, six times. I don't know how long. Yeah, it's a dick move. That's my bro. You told me what you said. I've told you. It's like, Tom out there on stage too. He asked me what I thought. I told him. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, and he got really mad. Like, and then, and then he apologized and made up because he was, then he stiffed me like $700. That's why they did that, you know? So it was unfortunate. And I felt that it was, he was just kind of, kind of shady. And then six months later, he got fired from that band for oh, sort of the same kind of weirdness so wow 
you know, of course, I looked like the jerk at first because then I just I quit. I mean, like, listen, I can't. I, you guys, I got to go, man. I can't. This guy's nuts. Yeah. They're like, no, just come on, work it out. I, I couldn't. So that's that was all for that. And then uh, LA Guns, uh, they called me one day. I was at a open mic night doing something, hosting something, and uh, I was drinking. And it was like five o'clock in the afternoon. It's so, like day drinking. And he's like, you want? I was hoping morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Uh, mm because i was at this thing so i was drinking and it was in the day and then the manager calls me and so when you know you're drinking and the manager of la guns calls you and asks you if you want to just join the band just on the spot i'm like all right <laughs> and uh how do you say no to that right yeah and i know those guys i mean they they could have called me you know i know i didn't know the managers as well i think i heard of them maybe i knew them a little bit passing but i knew them but he called and we did that and I went out there and we did some rehearsals and we played some shows. And after like three or four months, maybe it just, we went to Australia. It was really good. I liked Australia. It was nice. It just, I just wasn't for me. I mean, I don't know. I, I the, Maybe the music wasn't exactly, uh, you know, what I wanted to do, playing a lot of rhythm guitar and stuff. And I just maybe felt like uh, more of a servant than I did. Um, I mean, it's their band. I get it. But that manager, and he asked me to like iron his shirt once. On a, Are you kidding me? Are you serious? He asked you to iron his shirt. I mean, that's what happens when you become friends with people. That's yeah, it was like, sense. you know, the thing is like he, uh, I would talk to him about stuff. I would do things here and there. I find I don't mind helping out a little bit, but like it was like towards the end of the tour and, and he's like, I'm at the hotel and he's like, you know, take this stuff. Get, I need this shirt. Can we iron it in this, you know, in this vest. I mean, he wouldn't have asked Phil. Can you imagine him asking Phil Lewis to iron no, his shirt? No, no, no fucking way. What? what? Can, can yeah. someone else do it? Yeah. <laughs> but he asked me to do it. And um, so I, I saw, you know, in his defense, it was wrinkled. <laughs> Fluff and, and fold is like $5 it, it, a pound or something like that, right? It was the shirt. The irony was it was the shirt that I picked out for him like a week earlier because he wanted to look a little cooler showing up so well, then you know when he didn't look like yosemite sam showed up you're, you're so kind of you're kind of dressing him is what you're doing so you should iron it okay you gotta iron it for him if you're so dressing yeah, him help him He's out wearing a pirate shirt. <laughs> yeah that's the problem i didn't have the wardrobe for that band either but <laughs> oh, that's a good point now the frillies and that, the, the frilly sleeves and the puffy though, shirt dude that is a really good point i mean what, what how does it work like when you get in a band do you like gotta go out and buy a bunch of all new shitty shit to be in the band or how does that work no, I mean, a budget. They, that's how they wear they they dress like that uh. the problem with me is by every time we roll into a small town all the medieval time shops would be closed so i couldn't get anything <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> But it's like, you know, he asked me to do this. I iron it and. Oh, you did and, it? You did know. you fucking iron his shirt? Oh, yeah, I did it. I mean, God I. God bless I'm, you, man. I folded it right and everything. And later on, I, I wasn't even mad at the time. I was just mad because, you know, we wouldn't have asked those other guys to do it. And then that mm. stuff's kind of compiled. Yeah. And, you know, Phil Lewis, we were in Australia. We just got off the stage. I thought it was a really good show. And he's like, you know, Johnny, we love sharing the stage with you. But if you could, please, no more hats and scoffs on stage oh, Jesus. and i'm okay with that except for the fact that he was wearing what i think were welding goggles and a top hat wait 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 telling me that you got something there you go and probably <laughs> those too no it was a full-on like i knew you know, it. i was like enough's enough i found these billy's billy's enough billy's enough <laughs> and you know, and every time he would talk, it, and I just, he, they didn't talk down or, you know, they just, they got their own thing going. Mm -hmm. And I maybe just didn't feel it was for me. 
And, you know, like I said, once you're used to servants, you know, not having one is a big deal. Mm. Cause like, if you're, you know, if you have a servant and it's like two in the morning and you pull the chain and he comes down and you're like, can I get a grilled cheese sandwich, please? And they go make it, you know? <laughs> and if you don't have a servant, what are you going to do? Walk down there at two in the morning and make your own grilled cheese sandwich. Let's do that. Johnny, I just want to. fuckers. I want to interject. I heard that it was over starch. Do you use too much starch in the shirt? <laughs> that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the word on the street. The that's word on the street heard. is yeah. you over starch. It was, it was a hotel. Iron, and I was in a this <laughs> way, on the hotel. You didn't have the spray starch readily available to do it. I just I had to fold it and like go on angles. And I kept like doing oh, it over God. like, ah, oh, it's not straight. You know, I'm trying to do my best. And I'm thinking, what am I doing? And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't not like, it wasn't like being an Oliver, but it wasn't not like being <laughs> an, an Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> you know, when I, it was Orphan like, Annie. <laughs> he, he, he would remind me of, um, of the, uh, the dog catcher. He'd be like, um, in this life, one thing counts in the bank, large amounts. <laughs> I'm afraid these don't grow on trees. You've got to pick a pocket or two. Got to pick a pocket or two. Right, we're going to sing tonight, Bonner. We're definitely singing. I saw you tuning your guitar up. Who's hotter, the Australian chicks or the Canadian girls? You know, that's they're they're both very um, good looking. Um, I think Australia. The accent fucking gets you. It would have no, to. it's just they just they just look good. You know, it's a healthy I'm way of right life, now, right? I, it's where I'm at now. They're on an I island. They like know how to service their men. Cover my eyes in the parking lot right now. <laughs> I'm walking down the hall like, oh, God, I got to go to sleep. I'm just going to burn in my brain. Well, that's the problem. You live in a climate like Chicago. It's hard on people. It's brutal. It, it wears Chicago on you. Sucks. It wears on you, man. No, it's because they don't, they don't they get fat. They don't work out. And well, and COVID, COVID did not help that situation one bit. It's the cheese. It's Wisconsin and the yeah. cheese. Cheese will do it. Cheese uh, and beer. I mean, cheese and beer. Yeah. I don't sure. know what it is. Maybe just we all get older. I mean, I saw my own reflection the other day in the mirror and I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think that COVID, you get Let me put a picture of my girlfriend eating corn on a video that we got going on. <laughs> I look like hell. <laughs> Some here so, Johnny, <laughs> oh, we got more. Johnny's here got comes more. The, the background we got, bit. We got more PowerPoint. So, Johnny, I, I do. I, I'm curious to hear your answer on this. If you could plant yourself in in any band right now, which band would that be? Oh, I can. Imagine. You know, that's that's a great question. Again, I've been asked that before, and um, you know, a lot of like what I like, I don't always like to play. And some stuff mm. that I like to play, it's not, you know, really, I want to listen to all the time. But as mm -hmm. far as, you know, if I went right to the top guy, it'd be like McCartney, right? Yeah. Um, but it's not like, you know, it's not like there's a lot of ripping stuff going on solo wise. Mm. But man, those songs, can you imagine playing, playing all those Beatles songs with McCartney? Unbelievable. I mean, I mean, so I guess it would be that. I don't know. There's, yeah. there's other bands I like. I like uh, Sean Lennon and um, Clay, uh, Les Claypool has a band. Do you know them? Yeah. Like the band, uh, uh, the Claypool Lennon Delirium, Lennon Claypool, yep. and then uh, saw them. They were really good. And he Ooh. has a girlfriend named Charlotte Kent Mall. She has a like a glam band called uh, Uni. Uni. They're great. Interesting. I, I think it's interesting. Yeah, stuff like on the that's on this pulse like that. You know, mm -hmm. I like some if some glam stuff. I I don't know. I mean, Arctic Monkeys are great. There's a lot of bands. They're I great. Like. I love that. I don't band. know if I, yeah. I'm playing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean? What do you? What do you? 
what do you like playing best? I mean, you do so many things well, besides your own original uh, songs, but I mean, you, you know, you do like Elvis Costello really well, of course. You do Cheap Trick really well. What do you What do you love to play? Like, if you could play, if there was one song that you had to play for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay, well, make a song. Um, well, I mean, about that, a lot of the songs. Yeah, that's Chip at the Insurrection. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> We're doing the powerpoints. <laughs> excuse me. Um, excuse me. I. Uh, if I had to pick one band, one song, you said one song to play over and over again? Yeah, or maybe we, I mean, if that's, one, that's too tough to like boil it down to one song, maybe even just like one band. Well, a lot of songs that I like, I don't necessarily like to play, but if it's like, so you interesting. Know, like, why, like why is pink, that? That's bizarre. Yeah, like, like, um, Shine On Crazy Diamond. I love that song. That beginning chord, you yep. know? Or like, if I had to play something physically, like Rush, like twenty one twelve, the intro, all that. Mm. I guess I, could, I guess that would have to pick that. Yeah. Or amazing. But all the all the Pink Floyd stuff, mm. you know, I I love like that band, that album, Metal, mm. and um, wish you, you know, wish you were here and all that. It's I love that. I don't like so much playing it. I don't even know if I know a lot of it on guitar, but I can listen to that all day. What about uh, remember the album? What was it Animals? Pink Floyd Animals. Oh yeah, yeah. Do oh, those shrimps on that. Shrimps yeah, animals that. is great. That's another a massive uh, crazy good. kinds of uh, so good. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, the, uh, the people here probably love that because there's I think there's more dogs than people in this uh, apartment building. <laughs> Saw one parking a Prius the other day. <laughs> I just uh, I, you know they're walking around the hallway. With their dogs, and then they talk to each other and they talk about the dogs. You know, do you have any dog? Yeah, I take, I take it you don't have a dog. Um, I, I don't, I had a dog when, when I was younger. I had a dog when I was younger, but of course, you know, when you're little, everybody has a pet. Now, yeah, I think it's like a full time job. You know, you can't bring a dog to an apartment first of all i mean it's really not fair that's I mean, not we could debate that it's, i i took two to an apartment yeah one but you're you're oh, one bedroom two golden you're the type of person that he's talking about right now i mean no it could be i am it could, be done. It could be done it's not that it can't dude be i got done. divorced and I, you know what i got the fucking dogs in a one right. bedroom well, apartment she got the car I, you got the dogs yeah she got the one the 135i BMW, and <laughs> I got the fucking dogs. So yeah, let's, well, I mean, let's, let's talk about this Facebook page because we talked about this a little beforehand, and I think this is going to be a good topic to get onto. Uh, I am so curious about. I this. am very curious. I had to get in and just get it started here. So we'll, let's hear about that. No. Talk about what it is, and then tell us what happened afterwards. All I know is I went on there today to tag Johnny about tonight, and there's no Johnny Monaco. Let me start it. Okay, I, I think I, it's temporary. I, I no, I don't know what happened. I I uh, I've been on there for what fifty years now, and and I did a couple <laughs> streams the other day. So when you violate a copyright, they just mute the parts in the stream, like of oh, those specific songs. Wow. But I never got a warning or anything. And then I get something at two in the morning that said my page is taken down for copyright infringement, and I'm like, well, but it said February. I didn't start these streams till March. And it didn't give the year and it just gave, so I went through all my stuff. I'm like, what did I do? You know? And 
the last thing I posted was something like Mark Varney had put me in spotlight column in Guitar Player Magazine when I was like 20. So he sent it to me like, oh, and look what I found, you know? So I put it up and I remember wanting it to stay up. So I didn't post anything after that for like a week. And I got a lot of likes. And this said that I posted this video the day after. So I couldn't find it on all my social media, cross platform, everything. I'm like, what did I do? Couldn't find it in my phone. Usually it's like, a, you know, I could find the trail, you know, what I did. And I can't find it. And then I replied to them and they said, not enough information. I replied again and they sent me to someone else. And then they're like, you, you've been warned before in the past. And when we do that, you've been, you know, you copyright, we take you off, you know, you've been told and I don't know what it is. And I, I, so now I'm opening up a new case, and, but it's like, I wouldn't care if it was just like a nothing thing, but it's like my entire existence out there. I might need to go to like grief counseling for this. Like I'm having like withdrawals. I don't know what to do. And it's like, I can't go on there. I can't promote. I can't do anything. All my, I have so many pictures and all my videos and everything as documented, you know, it's like, I'm so vain, you know, put everything on there. And it's like uh, every lunch and <laughs> every stupid things on there. And I, I don't know. As, as of now, I, um, they're telling me it's forever. No and way. I don't. I've seen people post some stuff, you know. What? I would never post anything like that. Like, you know, Johnny. Johnny, you can have my Facebook page. I don't use it. And, you know, <laughs> you I think it just take my... it over. <laughs> Neighbor <laughs> Billy, uh, but controlled by Johnny. There you, you might have to start to do, doing man. that. You might have to start doing that. Like hijacking do. other people's Facebook pages. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. But I mean, seriously, that, that affects your livelihood, though. Honestly, I mean, that's not right. Now, that you've got to research this a little bit more, partner, and check out. Do you, I need, have. A, do you been, need an attorney? I mean, I don't know if that would help if someone knows about this law. This is pretty new. I this am a like squire. Pretty, I mean, <laughs> it's. I don't know what to do. I read through it. I read through the thing, and I sent them multiple you know, come, came back with a couple things. They, they say, if you want to, you know, contest this, they'll go, you know, and I did that. And so far I'm not getting a response. My last, my last one that I did, I did a little research on YouTube and I saw what other people that are, you know, doing, they're very techie, these yeah. people, the same people that helped you get through AOL. And uh, <laughs> they haven't even written out like what to say, but if you, if you, print what they print it sounds like broken english so i kind of just cleaned it up and i basically said i think it was mistakenly disabled i read the um you know the the, the standards and the community standards carefully i haven't violated them i wasn't given a previous warning i don't know what the video even is can you you know give me the specific post right is this going to help me get my account back? And so far, I have not heard anything, but it's not looking good. And everyone's well, been if like, if anyone from, from Facebook is listening, we need to get on this right away. That's crazy, man. It sounds like Donald Trump with Twitter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Johnny, Johnny Monaco is the Donald Trump of Twitter. On Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. On Facebook. John, Johnny's yeah. been kicked off Facebook. Yeah. We're going to start our own Facebook, Johnny. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Fuck I mean, them. I'm, I don't understand what happened. <laughs> I didn't do anything that bad, you know? I was buying my it's own business. Like, it's not oh, like I man. stole their uh, their dot plum laser. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, look into the line laser level. You'll go blind. <laughs> I've always said that. When yeah. I was growing up, they're always like, "Go play outside with your measuring wheel." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Johnny, are we singing a song tonight or what? What's the, what's the game plan? 
That's um, right. Hold on, I got I got just a couple more questions. Okay, I just want to make sure. I'm we're, very excited. We're headed that, that direction. We're headed that direction. Let them get prepared okay. for that. Um, okay. Let's see. What the, what's another one question? I'm always curious about how uh, you know you and I are about the same age. We grew up listening yeah. to records and cassettes, mm. and yeah. I mean even like eight tracks. I remember my dad playing. Absolutely. Um, um, Elton John, Benny and the Jets, Neil Sedaka in the, in for the me. Car on a track, yeah. <laughs> Neil Sedaka. Neil Sedaka. I like Neil Sedaka. I love Neil. He's a great singer songwriter, right there, all day Good long. Right Neighbor there, Billy. Yeah. Did, what, did, do you know any Neil Sedaka songs off, I, the, off the cuff? Absolutely. Laughter in the rain. Oh, I could. I could probably do that one. He sang Johnny. If we could do this, Bad Blood, Elton John, and Neil Sedaka together. <laughs> Mid seven, what, 75, 76? So I'm probably going bad, to a coma. Blood, blood. <laughs> Beach is back in town. If, if my neighbor heard me sing in both parts, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be like the weirdest thing that's happened in this place. <laughs> so, calendar two, Girl. Oh, calendar Girl's another. Oh, dude, I, that's girl, right? right. I forgot about Cal- that. Yeah. I love my Calendar Girl. Yep. Great song. Great song. She's, uh, she's 16. She's beautiful. Is that, is that, is that, is that Neil Sonaka? I, I'm, I'm thinking uh, it is, but I'm, I, I don't might know be if wrong. that I'm is. three for I'm three sure so far. I'm going to go for it. Maybe I'm three for four. Well, that's seventy five percent still passing. <laughs> you still pass with that. Yes. So what? what so the internet. How, how how has the internet impacted the music business, Johnny? What What are your opinions on that? Well, I think um, it's great. I think it's really. I mean, it's opened up everything, right? I mean, without the internet, it's it's took it to the whole next level. I mean, beyond M- MTV and everything else. Um, as far as you know your personal, you know, what you like personally, what kind of music you like. Well, you know, it's, that's everyone's opinion. There's so much out there and that's the thing. It's opened it up to so many genres. That's why it's hard to get any traction because there's just so much to listen to. Mm -hmm. It's not my fault that what they listen to now, you know, you can't, can't account for taste, but you know, if you like, you know, rap and hip hop and everything that's happening now, and that's fine. If you like it, I personally don't, not that I dislike it. It just, I just, it doesn't really speak to me. It's just not for mm-hmm. me. But unfortunately, that's, you know, where the mainstream is. There's rock. It's just, you know, hidden inside of like the Foo Fighters and like stuff like that, which is like, you know, and that's, they're popular and that's great too. But I, I liked it when songs were like really kind of melodic, like the set, late 70s stuff, you mm-hmm. know, to me. And if you start playing that now in a club, the kids come up to me and they're like, you know, they don't even know what I'm, they don't know it. It's too slow. I yeah. like it. That'd be Jake. They want to hear something on TikTok or whatever. Pinterest. <laughs> Pinterest. <laughs> Pinterest. <laughs> How difficult, though, Johnny, is it? I mean, as a musician, I know you're a songwriter. And again, I, I'm mesmerized by the, the talent that you folks have. But, I mean, the only way is it that you can make money now if is you write the songs. I mean, besides performing, I mean, you're not making money Due to the internet, I mean, anyone, anyone can get your music. I mean, between Prime and Spotify and yeah, all that's those a great avenues. question. Yeah, I mean, how do you survive? I mean, it's got to be on touring, no? It, I think it's all on or touring. like merchandise. But, uh, again, touring is it's shut down. Yeah, but how much is that going to bring in? I mean, the merchandise side of things, touring, but that's I, gone away for over a year I, now. Who knows well, when it's I coming think back? Johnny knows best. I mean, where do you make your money? Is it touring? Is that where you're making money? Unless you write the songs, performing them, you don't make all that much money, do you? No, I, I think nowadays there's like 10 things. I forgot what the 10 were, but you have to do like 10 things. You know, you got to be able to play the instrument, write it, record it, social media, 
uh, merchandise, be able to tour, you know, there's, there's like 10 things where it used to only be one, but as far as like making money and how to do that nowadays, you gotta be, be very, uh, you gotta be able to wear a lot of hats. You know, if, if you're just a guitar player, that's not a big deal anymore. Or if you're a bass player, or if you're, even if you're just a singer, you know, you gotta be able to do like so many things. And, you know, I worked a lot. Like when I was in cover bands and stuff, I'd play like, you know, 200 and something shows a year. Those other bands that I was in would mock me and mock cover bands. You know, they, they mock it until Steel Panther came and changed mm. the game. Oh, yes. They're, all, they're yeah. rich. I love those guys. And they make a lot. Now, those guys are doing all right. But it's like these bands are mocking. Their yeah. bands are kind of joking with. They they take offense to it, mm. you know, because they're mocking them in a way. Yep. And um you know, to go out in, a, in an 80s type band right now and to make money and to tour, it's, you think about it, by the time you get there and you got to pay for that and flights or traveling and you're on a bus or gas and, you know, and whatever you're getting paid at the door, you know, it barely covers it. So if you make a couple hundred bucks a night and you do that for, I don't know, 70, LA Guns plays like 75 shows a year, something like that, yeah. 60, between 60 and 80. You're, you're making like under, you're making like $17,000, which you can't do anything with that. So you can't. Are you splitting split that amongst five guys? No. I mean, the split is however this band decides to do it. However, each so, band decides. So if there's four or five members, you got to split amongst yeah. the team. Yeah, yeah but they don't split it. You're, you're, you're hired on. And that's part of the reason, another part of why I had problems with a few of the bands. But it's like, I, I get if you want to pay me to be the hired gun, that's fine, but you have to pay a certain amount. You can't just give the guy what he would make if they were his songs. Like, mm. you want to play in the band, go up there. I don't care about the money. I just want to get my songs out. That's great. But if you're going to pay someone to put in their time and their life and all their hours and months and years, you got to kind of compensate that because they're mm -hmm. playing your stuff for you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, nowadays, you know, yeah, if I go in on tour and the merch is going to get split, they're not, it's not my merch. Then you got to pay to make the merch. Then you got to travel around with it. It's very difficult to to do that to make anything. You got to do multiple things. Sometimes you have to have multiple jobs, whether it's in music or outside. Mm -hmm. I mean, you saw up up until recently, I was putting up um a, like a fundraiser thing to yeah. break my lease yep. so I can leave this horrible building. I don't. I just don't want to die here because if I die here, my ghost remains. Then I'm going to lose my mind because mm. I'll be stuck here forever. So I'm trying to get out and um, I did okay on the funds. And then my Facebook page went down. But within about three weeks after I pay this money, I'll be homeless. Wow. I don't have anywhere to go. Dude, that is that's insane, that dude. It's absolutely to Arizona. My fucking mind, man. <laughs> Neighbor All Billy's got at least one extra bedroom. I know he does. Uh, we got guest rooms. Yeah. We can All make, my we stuff can, is going to be that, that, that hurts my heart, it man. It does. That's, that's freaking insane. Well, no. it's, I don't want to come off like, you know, it's it's not that it's not my fault, but it sort of is. But at the same time, it's like when my I lived with my mom for like 20 years in a house, in a big house in Bartlett, Illinois. Yeah. And just recently, she decided to sell it in the middle of a pandemic. Mm. And she went and moved and bought a house and I was on my own. So I came out here to this undisclosed location mm. because my girlfriend's here and just being where we are here, I just don't like it. I'm not used to it. I don't, I don't like this place. I don't like the town, the area. I, I really like her a lot, but I just, I can't stay here. Where, so, where are you in Chicago, dude? I'm I'm out of Chicago. I'm not in Chicago, and I'm not going to tell you where I'm at. Okay, I don't. Know. I'm sorry. I, I'm for just, some reason, not I, and I talked. I thought you were in Chicago somewhere. Did you not hear him say undisclosed location? I for fucking forgot. No, you it's pushed, okay. It's, it's, you push the envelope just uh, like that. I, I think I was taking a piss. <laughs> it's not a huge deal. I'm it's, sorry, dude. I'm sorry. 
No, no, it's not a huge uh, deal. It's just I skipped out on a credit at Party City, and they've been after me ever since. Uh, <laughs> it's you all those balloons. Retain, Too many balloons. Return that cray paper, man. That's right. They're like, bring it back, or we're coming after you. So I'm trying not to let anybody But it's, a, it's just so disappointing to hear that you're in. Dude, you're in a situation, and my heart feels for you. I am and in a situation. The, Two I, weeks. And I'll be out here. Our stuff's all piled up in a pile in the living room. I don't like it here. It's I'm ready to go. My friends are going to help me. I'm going to bring it all back, store it somewhere. And then I'm probably going to be on Larry's couch for a little bit. Larry Meager and Renee. And, oh, wow. Uh, Ron's sister. Interesting. For they, yeah. You know, I got a couple of friends that said they would let me stay, but I mean, yeah. I'm an adult, you know, I can't, it's hard to just live out of a suitcase at someone's I'm used to like bougie and, you know, linens. See? That's what blows my mind because somebody like you has it's so unbelievable much freaking to think talent. About uh, I want to buy a house. Dude, you've been everywhere. You've been living. I mean, so my heart breaks for you. My well, heart. I wanted to buy a house. I've saved up. I wanted to buy a house. Yeah. But you don't give someone all your money because, you know, Bitcoin. I don't know what that is. So it's like yeah, <laughs> NTH or whatever they're called. So I, I, um, I couldn't get a loan. Because I don't look great on paper, mm. but just because you have some money saved up and you don't have, mm. you can't get a loan. So I was going to get a cosign, and then she backed out. My mom, so so it kind of like made a rush move to rent, and uh. I just supposed to be a year, and I'm breaking the lease because I just can't take it. I know it may sound a little spoiled, but this guy next door with the washing machine. <laughs> There's a couple things. There's, there's so many. There's like a list of them, and I made a list that I've been telling them. And let's hear the list. It. I think that'd be great content. Well, the dogs first and foremost. Well, the washing machine. <laughs> dogs driving what cars. Is, you can't have it. Yeah, that. you can't have dogs parking Priuses. In are your are they washing laundry at three a.m.? Is this what's going yes. on? Yes. You're right. They see this this guy next door, and I hope I hope you hear it. Or hear me right now. Fuck face. <laughs> I'm on the internet. Okay. Yep. We're calling them out, Johnny, right now. Stupid electric car. How much laundry does um, he have? You know, that's the thing. Who does her laundry every day? First of all, every day. At 3 a.m. Second of all, what? who under 30 even does laundry? <laughs> I mean, when I think of a young person, you know, I want to picture a pile of clothes against the door that's supposed to be open and it's piled up and I'll get to it. This guy's, I don't know if it's a laundry service. Or what's going on? But every day, and I feel it in it my in my teeth. It just so it vibrates. Because like, if it, you hear it, put yeah. fucking earplugs in your ear. No, I got. Is it I against the it. wall? Are you against the walls? It's vibrating. No, it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be in the center. How these are built, and I whenever I put my head against it, I immediately hear. It. So I know it's coming from there. And I walk down the hall, and I could see the painting on the wall. And I've told mm. them, go fix that machine. But it's not the machine. It's just that they build these Fugazi-looking, you know, <laughs> apartments. They look great on the outside. It's got a great a pool. It's got yeah. a jacuzzi. It looks like a resort. But but we, the trick is you got to use that stuff for it to make a difference. You know, exactly. I, I, I'm gonna use the gym. <laughs> I go have value. Like it's a little value for yourself. How long you been uh, this place for? Six months. That's enough. The first time I moved in, I moved in. I was facing a busy street. Within one week. They didn't use the right windows. You know how the windows where you clicked and you pull towards you, they're not soundproof enough. They're not mm. double pane glass. You can hear everything. Every one of those stupid cars with the tailpipe going down the road, you can hear it way out there, all the way, all the way to the other one. Damn all kids. day. I couldn't sleep. I'm like, listen, I can't take it. And they're like, it's a known fact at this place. So, so mm. I move around the, down the hall to the back of the building. Little did I know I, I moved underneath, you know, these two. These nut jobs, seven in the morning, dropping <laughs> stuff, slamming, fighting, screaming, playing rap music. It's like, you know, 
all night, all morning. <laughs> I complained or like, you got to get it on video. So I did. I got oh, all geez. this video. I went up there. I'm like, dude, I'm like filming it. I'm talking. I'm like, here's the, and, I, and they're listening to him screaming. He's like, how dare you? You're a horrible person. Screaming, you know, like, what? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, these two, man, every morning, every morning, I, could, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I wake me up all night. Dude, put so earplugs I in. I, 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 I use earplugs. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, the earplugs it thing. Works. I don't it's, it feels it. weird, though. In your it ears. feels weird. It's horrible. It's a psychological thing. I fucking thing. hate it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, well, there why you go. Are you, why li- would you wear earplugs? Because my wife's a night owl, and she puts the fucking TV on, and it's loud. Yeah. I do a mask. I have earplugs, and I get another fucking, bedroom. I got the apnea there- machine going on. Oh, shit is on your I'm face. Like, I'm like Tommy. I don't know anything <laughs> going on in life. You guys, this, I can't. I'm going to be undisclosed like Johnny because you could fucking rod me, and I would sleep right through it. I tried that. I have a sound, a sound machine, but it doesn't. <laughs> then you don't sleep like deep, you know. Because uh, I'm used to living in a studio. Like I live in a studio. Get the swimmer shit. The, the, the little things you put in your ears. And this is luxury won't... on the on the sign. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna Ooh, send you some, dude. Like, I got no. plenty. I'm gonna have my wife. She's gonna go on Prime. I'm gonna send it to your undisclosed location, <laughs> and then I, I, you're, I gonna, you're gonna sleep well. I can't live. So I got those two. You're gonna live. Trazodone. Trazodone helps. That's that works amazing. You know what works? Two glasses of water and a fucking Xanax is what works. No, none of that is is what I should have to do. I just want it to be just you know kind of like when you guys go to bed in Arizona out there. I'm sure it's because it's so mellow out there and quiet. Unless you live in you know downtown, it's mellow, right in the suburbs, quiet. It's right? Pretty Crickets, mellow. People. Yeah, it's pretty. Fifth yeah. largest city in the have nation. You, just want to let you know, fifth largest city in the nation. Have yeah. you tried to talk to these folks, or is that? That's not your well, position. No, after I did that, I, gave, I showed the, the management all the videos and they agreed with me. And they said, yeah, this is uh, unacceptable. We're going to have our lawyer write them a letter. And nothing That's- changed a month later. Still, I'm like, what are, you, what are you guys doing? It's still doing this. And then, no, can you, we're going to talk to him again. I've, I mentioned this over and over. Then they found out that I did it and they were asking. So, you know what? I go, just move me again. So I paid this time. Move to the top floor of the other building. I move into this one. Immediately smell something weird. It looked clean, but it wasn't clean. So I you've been in deep- three different units now within six months. Yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And I'm sorry to cut you off. What was wrong with no, this, the smell? This one? The, the less one? This one smelled a little weird at first. And that's when I noticed that there like was- Like mothballs, um, old people? No, just just like unclean. A corpse. It's only it's it's, it's a it, it, salami, a ghost, whatever. So it's like you know, Dahmer. Dahmer. I, 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 I clean this place myself. Oh, Everything. Shit. There was like eggs dripping down behind the refrigerator, and there was a piece of a blood stain on the light switch. And I go, I showed the pictures. I'm like, look at, oh, how did we miss that? I'm like, hey, how did I miss that? When you chop the head off, you forgot to clean the trail. I don't know how you missed it. There's blood on the light switch. Now I got to clean the whole thing again. So I had to clean this whole place. They gave me the money for the cleaning. And that's when the laundry thing started. And every morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, this apple dumpling gang that works here drags this steel trash can dumpster across the parking lot with a fork, like a truck thing. They're talking. Screaming at seven in the morning. He's like, <laughs> it reminds me of like the lady with the chains walking, you know, mommy dearest or something with the cane every morning. Oh my goodness. That's all I'm hearing. So that's all I'm hearing. 
I can't sleep because this guy with the washing machines keeps me up. It starts at midnight. Then at seven o'clock in the morning, the garbage can start. And I hear people talking and then it smells. And I'm like, you know what? You're going to hear garbage cans. This isn't that. I'm not. If I lived in the city and I could walk to like cool stuff and there's Thai restaurants everywhere. And it's like, you know, you you chose to live here, but it's not that. This is Mm. like in the suburbs. And they, they build it as luxury living. And for the people around here, I think it is. Maybe I'm just a little spoiled. But you know I, I, are, are you doing a midnight move? Are you checking out at like midnight so they don't catch you and shit? No. The thing with their thing is you have to pay for two months. Yeah, they get you. Don't pay yeah. that. Just fucking move. No, I don't. Then you wreck your credit. I, have I, like I think, I think the, like, what about renting a home? The moral of the yes, story yes, is the word yes, luxury that, has taken a dive. That's right. Unless that's right. You, well, what is luxury? I don't think Johnny wants to use the weight room. No, Johnny, you're not using the weight room, are you? I thought I was going to do that, but I went down there once and I just got on the scale. So I just wanted to like, try the scale out. And there's a couple of them when they're working. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> and the machine goes, you weigh 124. And, like, and I'm like, don't listen to that machine. You guys are fine. You keep going. You keep going. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Shouldn't that just between between you and the scale? You know, I didn't think it was going to tell everybody in the whole room. They're like, <laughs> everything looks shiny on the outside, but then once you get there, it's not as shiny as you thought it was. It's overrated. You're paying three thousand dollars, you know, for a God. weight room that you don't use. Yeah, that's I right. And that. I don't use the dog park. I don't use um, the the yoga room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yoga. A, I thought about the yoga room. What about? Is there a theater? They have like a home theater in there. No one uses the fucking home theater. A little bit. They have all kinds of stuff here. They let you use the, the printer. You know, I don't know. Yeah, uh, that, that's yeah, the media, the media room. The but the COVID room. though, the COVID had to like devalue all that shit. You know. Well, that's that's the thing. I didn't think of that. I just thought it would be. You know, I'm going to do that, and then I get here, and I'm like, I don't, I don't. Why did I move near people? Mm. The, the, you know, the, the I didn't want to. I wanted to live in a house. I tried to get a loan. I couldn't get a loan. I couldn't get the house. I figured I don't want to get rushed into it. I'll wait a year and yeah. then revisit because I have the ability to do it. No problem. But I just I, now with everything the way it is, it's tough to play shows at all. And uh, the people in the building are sick and you want to distance yourself from them. So basically, you're just trapped like you would be in your house, but in an sure. apartment, which is worse. The kid down the hall, or little, he's a little person. Um, he's an adult, and uh, he's, <laughs> is he's he a, short? <laughs> like he had some kind of like a surgery, but he's like you know uh, something. Does he have uh, a tail? <laughs> no tail. And he's short. He's no tail. He's, <laughs> he's a he's a nurse at the hospital, <laughs> which is like you could see it like right there, right? You know, you can see the hospital. And that's where a lot of them. They you, you don't give too many clues to your undisclosed location, okay? We don't want. Uh, we're, please. Google Earth is a very powerful. He's near a hospital, we guys. Can find you. Johnny's near a hospital in Chicago. That's right. Supposedly. No, he, he, he's, he works in the ER, and I, I ran into him, and he had his scrubs on. And I'm like, uh, hey, do you? No I, tail? I, I, I didn't notice. He was facing me. But Why I, are you in I, the ER room? Talk, Why are you talk in the ER room? Yeah, what? in the hallway. In the oh, hallway. okay. And I'm like, he's like, how you feeling? I go, I don't, I don't feel good. I think I don't. I think I'm sick. He's like, mm. you probably got COVID. And he's he's gay. So so I'm like, um, well, okay. Not, not um, there's anything wrong with that. He's fine. He's talking because he told. That's how he introduced himself. So he was gay. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> so he goes, uh, uh, I think you probably got COVID. 
I'm telling people to get it. And I'm like, what? Like you're a nurse. You, you see these people sick coming in all the time. Why would you tell them that? He goes, I want to get covered. And a friend of mine, I, I grabbed his laptop because he knew he had covered. And I touched his keyboard, just pulled out of my face about COVID. I'm like, oh, are you kidding God. me? Do you know this guy? Oh my God. Yeah. I heard That's him hilarious. drunk dialing, trying to get into the building the other day. Ah, drunk dialing. That's and never he's a, a nurse. Good thing. I'm, I'm just so, I mean, I know what he's trying to say. Like, you know, trying to get everyone to get it so you can get over it. And not get a blood clot <laughs> but it's like you know now i, I don't know what to think anymore and it's 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 tough man so between these lunatics and and the dogs everywhere and which they're i'm fine with the dogs dogs act sometimes better than the people i just feel bad for them because you can see them slowly sinking into like insanity because they're taking on the persona of their of their owner and their owner's mental to begin with because he lives in an apartment. So he's here and he's got the dog and the dog's like, you know, looking around all the time, like freaked out, like oh, I'm outside. I got to enjoy this because then they start barking at each other and they, they're, you can see they're all worked up. You know, they're worked up because they're animals. They need to, to go. You know, you put them in a little thing like this, you know, and I could see the people that live here. I can understand. Okay. I can see this guy lives in an apartment. I get it. I understand why this person lives here, but the dog is like, you know, <laughs> He wants to get out there. He wants to go sniff the other dog's butts or whatever dogs do. You know, he wants to get out there. And and next thing you know, you got problems you know, with dogs everywhere. And oh, our building has a DNA testing for the dogs. So if the dog poops, you can bring the poop. They sample it. I fucking love dogs, that, dude. I they, love they, that. They, they, they need, shit. Do we need that for they, Susie? No, they need to do that in a, like in LA and stuff where they have no, the whole for problem. Susie. Susie. Yeah, but they can't get <laughs> we have a neighbor that doesn't pick up her dog's shit. And it's like a Great Dane. And it's a Great Dane and it takes great shits. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I pick him up every three, four days. I remember where he shit. No, you don't. You don't remember every spot he shit. Yeah, it kills the grass. You got to do it right away. You got to yeah. pick it up right away. That's the So thing, we can That's DNA right. test Johnny? Yeah. Well, regardless. Well, don't, test, don't test Johnny. No, the really? turds. The, the turds. Yes, you can George test the turds. Turd. Yes, George. The dog's name is George. The George's name is George Washington. George Washington. Really, Carver. Yeah. Yep. Regardless, it's they put their money into that, and they could get a better garbage system. All right. You know, they're worried about DNA. How about worried about waking me up at seven o'clock in the morning, and dragging shit across the parking lot, or this <laughs> ding dong idiot next door to me doing his laundry at fucking four in the morning? Is the washing on, machine on right now? Johnny, you need a oh, joint that's not tell. connected to any other joints. That's right. That's called a home. It's called, <laughs> you know, it's called a home. You can rent those too, though. How come there, Arizona? It could be a tent. A, a tent, tent falls under that, what you just Johnny's described. Johnny's not living in a fucking tent. I'll, I'll, I'll go to Johnny. Arizona. Listen, I got a realtor out there. I almost stayed. I almost got a high rise in downtown Phoenix. You should have. It's a hip one cool looking yes but the, then i didn't know if that was the town for what i'm doing if i you know and everything's closed it'll look very Ooh. you know arizona is very flat so it's fucking it open up fifth largest city you should get you gotta you gotta come out here man we're open the yeah. thing is here's the thing i'm liquid i don't owe anything i have some savings i can go wherever i want yeah. and that's why i was trying to buy my time because when you buy a house as you guys all know yeah you know that's that's a commitment you have jobs that you make probably decent money and stuff i Unfortunately, I'm you know, I I, I think I should be making more, but I don't I don't know. So I don't not enough Neil Sadaka tunes in my set. <laughs> Ooh, 
I hear laughter in the rain. <laughs> Walking <laughs> hand in hand with the one I love. Oh, he's gonna put you on the spot. Strolling along country roads with my baby. It starts to rain, it begins to pour. Without an umbrella, we're soaked in the skin. I feel the shivering up my spine. I feel the warmth of a hand in mine. Come on. Ooh, I hear laughter in the rain. With the happy day, I feel it Ooh, how I love the rainy days in a happy way. You make me feel sad. It's so good, man. It's so good. Oh, hey, Johnny, I, I hate to like wind this down, but unfortunately we kind of have to just to keep people's attention. A um, couple things. What do you think's yes. next? What do you think's next for you? Any ideas? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a day by day type thing at this point? <laughs> He's talking about coming to Phoenix. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome, man. You should it's rough. Phoenix. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. Like I said, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be out of here and I'm not going to have anywhere to go. My stuff's stored. I, I, I still can't smell anything. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, it has been a tough year and, um, I'm looking for the next thing and I'm trying to, uh, get in a better mindset and maybe that will help me, uh, get to that point. I just know it's not here. Mm. I don't know if it's there or not. I just know it's not here. I'm hoping to maybe remove myself from this uh, place and maybe I'll get a different outlook on things. Was your, did, would your girlfriend, uh, consider moving to Arizona? No, she's she's not happy about me leaving, and I'm not either. But she has her family here, which mm. is why I came here. Yeah. And she's got a lot of dogs and and other animals and stuff. And it's that's a little dogs. bit much for me to be around. It's like a all short the, all plane ride. It's a short plane ride, man. It's like two, three hundred. I'd consider Vegas. Yeah. I'd consider Phoenix or Arizona. I'd like it out there. I've been out there. I know Alex Kane is out there right now with his mother, and I think Alex he is. Kane. And mm. we, another Chicago guy. He was in Life, Sex, and Death, and he's in LA, he's in Enough's Enough right now. Oh, really? Interesting. And I think he's in Arizona, and I know a couple other people are from Arizona. I've thought about it. I've considered going out there. God, that'd I mean, be cool, man, if you came out here. I know uh, what's his name from uh, um, Rat uh, Jordan uh, Ziff. He's round a and round. He's it, great. I, I thought there wasn't there some talk of you maybe uh, diving in. With I tried Rat? out. Yeah. yeah, I flew out there and tried out on my own dime. Got yeah. got along with him good. Steve and Piercy goes, uh, hey. You see that, that little paddle down there? I had like a delay pedal. I go, yeah. He goes, what would you do if I just picked it up and threw it down that hill? <laughs> <laughs> he was like drinking a rolling rock. I go, uh, I don't know. Probably go get it. <laughs> uh, I like God. this guy. We're going to be in touch. Never heard from him again. Oh, man, dude, I could see that being a good fit. That would have been great. Oh, I've played. It's on YouTube. I learned all the solos in the mm. two days, and I flew out there and I played them. I would have loved to have done it, but the guy they got now is really good. Jordan mm. Ziff, young guy. That's he's your awesome. Buddy, huh? Yeah, he's. I don't know him well, but I met yeah. him on the Axes and Anchors cruise. But he's good. Yeah. He also plays with Marty Friedman. He's in Marty Friedman's band too. He's and he's got a, in a cover band there in Arizona. They're like a hair hair something hair brawl hair, hair ball hair ball. I don't know. Isn't hair ball a big one out there in like North Dakota, yeah. Minnesota? Well, no, no, no. There's one here though. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they no. They he's got in a, that band. They got a really good following here in Arizona. Yeah, he's great. So I don't know. I would I would come there. I would. I've been to Arizona several times. It's it's. 
I don't know. I'd like it. If there was a reason for me to be there, like if I could work around town and do stuff, I just want to be feeling good and stuff. You know, I'm just, I can't right now where I'm at. I don't like it. Mm. Well, we're going to put some thought to that. Um, so I, I do, I just want to re- reiterate one thing. I, I love yeah. your podcast. Uh, I oh, wish thanks. you produced more episodes. Of course. I think it's freaking genius. And I'm that. not kidding, dude. I mean, when I said that it was an inspiration to me to start a podcast, that's no joke. That is the honest to God truth. So, um, oh, yeah, thanks. I mean, I, everyone's got a podcast. I try to make it more like a show, you know, yeah. but it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It is. That's why we have producer Jake. You need a producer Jake to take care it of all that totally stuff. helps. That's right. Yeah, it does help for sure. Um, so kind of winding down here just a little bit. Where is he going? <laughs> to the bathroom, I think. Oh, my God. Um, what would you tell like young musicians? Like if you were to be able to stand up in front of a room of 600 young musicians, I mean, what, what kind of advice would you give them? I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough gig, no doubt about it, but I'm just curious yeah. what, what you would say. Um. Well, I used to say like, you know, just be great at it because if you are, it'll come to you. And nowadays it's like, you know, back in the day, people just didn't know how good they were. Nowadays, people just don't know how horrible they are Mm. because they get accolades and lots of views and they're just mediocre at what they do. So I can't tell someone anymore, just be great because you don't really have to anymore. (laughs) It's terrible Mm. to say that, but I would still say that. I would still say just, you know, if, if it's something that you just can't do without, you know, and you got to do that, just get really great at that, whatever that thing is. If you're not great at the music, then don't do that. But if it's just get really good at something and then it'll separate you from, you know, people that get lucky or people that are just, you know, good situation. If you're really good at something and you're around other people in your, in your field, you can sense that they, there's an X factor thing, right? So I would just say, make sure that that's what you're good at and, and just, you know, do that as much as you can. And I don't know if I'm a good source to say anything because I'm not, I don't feel like I'm very successful right now. So I, I can't say anything about that. Well, I know like, uh, like Alice Cooper, I mean, he's like an iconic, uh, you know, staple here in Arizona and, you know, he started the world. Oh, in the world. Yeah, for sure. But he, he started these, uh, schools like school of rock and he's got like these different, and it's like, I didn't know that was his, that's yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. here in the Valley. Um, and I think there's like four or five, maybe a half a dozen of them spread out throughout the Valley. Yeah, school of rock. They're yeah. everywhere. Are they like, is it a nationwide thing? Not it's the a, school of rock that you're thinking of. That's a little different. His is, oh. his is different, but it's, it, it, it's not school of rock, but it's a similar name. Same type. Okay. Thing. Yeah. I'll look it up real okay. quick. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. he's got those like spread out through the, throughout the Valley, you know, which is such an amazing outlet for young musicians, because I think, you know, in a, in a lot of ways, these young musicians are just like suppressed, you know, and it's called solid rock, solid Alex rock. Cooper's the rock teen center. And there's yeah. uh, three of them, three of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a cool freaking okay. effort That's that cool. he's done. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome, but yeah, no, he's, that's cool. He does so much for the community here. I mean, yeah, he's me, a huge staple of the community here. Nothing yeah. but respect for that guy. For the sure. golfer too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, big no, golfer. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, you can do that out there all, all year round. I mean, yeah, all year round. Yep, yep. Um, no, I like it out there for sure. Yeah, there's school of rock. You know, there, you can buy into the franchise, but mm. by the time you do that, you're like 150 in the hole. I mean, you got to um, buy. Into, it's like buying a subway or something. You know, you got to pay into it and then build yeah. it up and. Unless you're like in a real rich neighborhood or something, I would think it'd be tough to to stay. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. So it's those are tough, but you know, yeah, I could go teach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could I could do stuff online up until I got kicked off Facebook. Mm-hmm. I can do uh, um, 
That sounds so stupid. I can do this. I can do. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do right now. I really don't. I, I, I look back and I thought I've done a lot, but now that I feel like I haven't done anything and I feel like I, I, I kind of like lost my, not my confidence. I know what I'm capable of. It's just that I, yeah. I see people out there doing and doing lesser and still doing. Yeah. So I don't know what that means anymore. I think, you know, people's standards, it's a whole different ball game. I, I, I'm not saying my standards are high, but mm -hmm. I just uh, think it should sound good and, you, you know, it should be a certain way. And I think that shows. So when you instill that in a young person to get good at that thing, yep. that's the only way you're going to get to that level. Otherwise you're just going to just be, you know, okay your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, very well said, um, and it makes perfect sense. So I appreciate that. So we ask this question every every podcast. Maybe you've heard it if you listen to a couple. And since uh, Buttermaker Shoots isn't here, I'm going to ask it in his honor. Do you have a mantra that you live by? You know, um, I thought I, I thought about that for a little bit when you mentioned it, and um, that's another thing I think about. I'm like, I don't really have one. I I wish I did. Um, I've, I've thought about it and I read through, what's a, what's a mantra? And I looked it up and I read all those additional <laughs> yeah. quotes, you know, yeah. and I went through all of them and they all sound pretty like standard, you know, what, what I've heard people say in the past. And it, it's, you know, I'm very, um, I guess I'm an, a pessimistic person. I believe life's divided up into the miserable and the horrible. But it's, uh, you know, I, I, I probably should have one. You know, because it would it's a good question, and it, and it makes you think like, well, you don't believe in anything, then you know, well, what do you stand for? And uh, I could have just like lied and like <laughs> given you one of those, like, you know, oh, you mean Ohm? And women, yeah, well, I do that a lot. I I center myself, and I my chakras are all crazy right now. They're all wacky. <laughs> Getting my chakras together, and you know, I chant and I I do yoga like Mark Marin. I do yoga. <laughs> A millionaire, but it's like I I I don't know. I don't have one. I guess you just got to know when to leave, whether it's a party or a bank robbery. Oh, there you go. That's it, right Not there. To, I stole that from somebody. That's a mantra. Um, I like it. We'll include that in the book. Yeah. It'll be in the book. Don't you worry. I'm, I'm plagiarizing yeah. that for sure. <laughs> don't do it on Facebook. They'll they'll take you off there. Uh, I I don't know. I don't I don't know what to say because I wish I maybe that's why I'm so unsuccessful in spinning because I don't have one thing that I that I could tell myself like that, like, you know, keep it going. You can, you can do this. I guess, I guess I would, my mantra would be like, uh, um, you, you can't do it. <laughs> You're not going to be able to do this. Oh no, man. Brad, Dude, really I'm volunteering. Good. I'm going to be your life coach. Fusion for it after this. That's what I need a life coach. You and I, I are connected at the hip. I'm your life coach. And you know what? For fucking I've free. Met those, I'm doing I've it met for those free. He's doing it for free. For free. I heard it. I heard it. Johnny, I'm here for you. I've met. I made a joke about a life coach once, and then I got a, a, down, a message from a from a real one, and they're like, "Hey, I'm a life coach." Oh, God. I'm like, well, you know, I was kidding about that, right? And they blocked me. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> the block when a when a when, when a life coach blocks you, you know that you you got big. You know, there's a fucking problem, man. There's a problem. <laughs> My life coach blocked me, and I don't have a mantra. <laughs> You know you're not wearing pants. Oh. oh my god! We just we should make shirts that say, "My life coach blocked me." We'll make a million dollars, oh, Johnny. We have our house problems fucking solved. Boom! Just Boom. like that. You solved uh, all the problems. It. It's all yours, buddy. 
I bet we could if that was marketed correctly. I, I, I wouldn't doubt that those would sell out, yep. right? Hell, I got a can, bunch of those. If we can sell Geoholics t-shirts, you sure as hell can sell that t-shirt. I put my wife on this, on this stuff. There you go. It's funny, though. That's, that is a funny uh Thought of that. So I just thought of it now. Johnny, could you, uh, that about wraps it up for us, I believe. Unless there's something else you want to add to it, maybe we didn't touch on. That's kind of all over the place. Sorry, guys. No, I, right. I, I thought it was funnier when I practiced it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know could, you, could, you, uh, could you take us out with a little something, something? Your I choice. We, oh, we did do a yeah, song what, already. Yeah, we did. What do you want to hear? What? As long as, um, I mean, what do you want to hear? Like, uh, I think something like we could sing along. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. I got to do the outro. You can sing along with it. You and Jake can Mm. sing. I got to do the outro. If I know the words, I'll sing. All right. What about like uh, like Neil Diamond? Peace, love, and understanding or something like that? Uh, I'm all all around us. That's a good one. Yeah. He's one of the most talented ever. Let's do it. All right. I walk through. What a show. Adding value. This weekend world. That's what we do around here. Searching for life. Be sure to check us out at thegeoholics.com. Follow us and like us on all our social media outlets. Search for the Geoholics. Download the Geoholics app from Lance Rivers United. Send us an email at infothegeoholics.com if you want to be a guest on a future show. Finally. Please support our friends of the program every chance you get. Be sure to mention that you're a geoholic for those deep discounts. Pay it forward. Add value, make friends. Johnny Monaco taking us out. Until next time, everybody, stay safe and healthy. Oh, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Once again, thank you to our friends of the program, Aerotech Mapping, Inc. at ATMLV.com, Advanced Geodetic Surveys, Inc. at AGSGPS.com, Bad Elf GPS at Bad-Elf.com, Cobb Fenley at CobbFenley.com, Cyanic Automation at CyanicAutomation.com, Diamondback Land Surveying at DiamondbackLandSurveying.com, Get Kids Into Survey at GetKidsIntoSurvey.com. Land Surveyors United at LandSurveyorsUnited.com. Mentoring Mondays at MentoringMondays.xyz. Monson Engineering at MonsonEngineering.com. Parkland Community College at Parkland.edu slash Land Surveying. Safety Apparel at SafetyApparel.us. Tiger Supplies at TigerSupplies.com.